the basis of this understanding. I'm currently, right now, I can't think of the right to do that for the there's a basic premise on this subject, and if you understand that, then you know where I'm coming from for the rest of the discussion. And that is that if you're following Jesus, you need to grow. If you're not dead, there's still room for growth. I'm 
care about you the way Jesus cares about you. And so this is what I pray for you today. I pray that your life may abound more and more. I want you to know that you have to say the one thing you need. Pray that you love and allow more and more to acknowledge what the insight so that you may be able to discern what is that and may be pure and blameless to the Lord Christ. You don't often think of love as being a way of telling the difference between good and better and better and best to you. We usually think about love as a cause of good and bad people. We love you, Lord. You are like this. You are like this. All right. And we all kinds of things. We think of love as just kind of this really nice feeling. But it's more than that when you're following Jesus. The love that we have for each other, the love we have for Jesus, is the love that helps us know, okay, this may be a fine thing, but it's not the best thing, and so I can leave this thing behind. That's the best thing. Remember to turn what is best and then sure of when we should be of Christ and filled with the fruit of righteousness. He wants us to be fruit filled. That righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, not through doing rules, following rules, and doing rituals, but it's from a relationship with Jesus in order to bring glory and praise to God. Okay, I want to make uh, two comments and observations about this passage real quick. The normal life of the Jesus follower is a life of growth. Growth of becoming more and more like Jesus. Of thinking like Him and acting like Him. Fruit-filled life that Jesus wants for us and that God calls for us to have. See, that's normal. It is not normal to be stagnant and stuck. I can't help myself. This was a theory. It's not normal to be stagnant and stuck because of Jesus. Normal for us to grow. The same thing that we need people to see us on is the love of even if we stumble. The people in the church of Philippi were wonderful people. They were not perfect. How do I know that? Because nobody's perfect. Nobody that's out of heaven is where we're seeing that Jesus wants them to be. Nobody, not you, not me. Nobody. And we need people to see us on even when we're stumbling. we make the decisions we need to make. 
not always sounds good, not always feels good, not always comfortable with, not not what everybody else is doing, right? Those are those may be fine things, but they're not sufficient to establish that or that continue to prove the murder of God's love. We need to realize that living through your life is time. So Paul said to me, I'm sure it's one again, a good work in you will complete it by tomorrow afternoon. Or as my father used to say, yesterday was not too much. And I would ask him in one of the other days, you know, but yesterday was not too much. You know, I thought, well, okay, I'm already late. So, that didn't go for very long before they would say that. So I was going to visit that's why he said, he'll bring it to completion by the time of the day of Christ. It is a process. It is a race to run. You've got to watch because I, you know, I love to watch him. But this is a race I don't get an option on. There's a lot of them. This is a race I don't get an option on. I still have one. I can keep running. It's a key completing rock, and it takes time. That's why that's not like that. I know they try to make the time as short as possible, but then there's some people like me, of course. You know, just throw the clock out. Um, knowing is normal, the following Jesus. We need people to love us and cheer us on, even if we're stumbling. We need to hear and speak the truth so we can decide what is best. We need to realize that living through your life is time. It's not something you can have immediately. And finally, we need to know that God is helping us. We're not in this by ourselves. We don't need to become more like Jesus by exerting our willpower and going, I will be more like Jesus. Why would you stay out of my way? The children know that we're not in this alone, that Jesus is the one that's working with us, that God is the one that's helping us. He's the one who's going to bring what he's trying to do in us to completion. It's not us. He gives us the strength to run the next lap. So we take the next few steps. Even the next step. Just get back up. Try again. So here's the sermon in the sentence. This is, uh, this is the, the talk that I want us to hold on to. Uh, we talk about this idea of growing. Let everything Jesus creates with me be everything I could ever do on my own. Everything Jesus creates with me be everything, anything I could ever do on my own. So what is it that prevents me from a fruitful life? Well, you might be wondering, why am I stopped? You're asked, what was the last thing I started? And I don't know. What was the last thing I stopped? I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe you don't even remember. Okay, so you might be stopped because you have unchallenged habits of thinking or acting. You've never had somebody lovingly say, 
for 35 years. Uh, 
something that you know, I think it's a story of the library that God was willing to from this happening. Stop that 
all of us. You can do it. You can do it in split second, or you can do it in a decade. We're open to correction from the truth. We're longing for your truth to come. We're tired of being stuck. We're tired of not growing. We're not satisfied with the way we are. So we want to live fruit-filled lives no matter how long it takes. Thank you. 